But Dad, isn't it time for illegal ham in the face? But, but, but bro, where's the banjo? here i am that fat guy and i got my whole cohorts of boys with me and boy are they with me tonight so i'm going to get ready here to uh bring everybody in and we're going to do it one by one so everybody gets to see everybody so the very first one i am bringing in is my co-host my big fella from another mother here he comes big bry what's going on big bry Hey, man. How's it going? We are doing good. I'm also going to bring in the trifecta of the illegal ham to the face. He is live now. My cousin Vinny's online. What's going on, man? Hey, good morning. What's going on, man? How's it going? It's going. All right. So we are also going to bring in the boys from the Cheap Seats podcast. We have the big man is going to add us. Let's bring him in. Kapowie. There he is. What's up, guys? Right. Hey, man. Hey. And also from the Cheap Seas podcast, we have the blue bre- bluegrass beard, the man, the myth, the legend, the juice. What's going on, boys? And <laughs> as a special surprise for everybody, I reached out to one of my friends who has brought me on the Browns table. He is in charge of the Browns table and Ginger's Talk Football. Let's bring in Craig Fountain. What's going on, Craig? Hey, hey guys. How's it going? Thanks for having me on. Oh, awesome. So we brought, we brought this whole thing together. We did one before we recorded it. It's called Cheap Hand Party, where we just sit here and we finally just talk sports and we get all the friends together. Now, all of us have been friends for a very long time, with exception of Greg. Greg's the new friend. But I have known Big Man for 12 years. I have known Bry for 10 years. I've known Vinny for 6 years. I've known Juice for 2 years. And you come in at, like, what, whopping 6 months? Yeah, I mean, you know, best 6 months of your life, though. Right? I know. I, yeah. I'm enjoying every minute of it. So we, You're we, the good luck charm, Craig. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's true. I, I guess we can say that. I'll take credit. Yeah. So uh, we brought everybody (laughs) on here to have some fun today because we need to blow off some steam right before the Browns play, right? So we are still very hyped up on the Cleveland Browns winning and everything that's going on. So I am going to go around the table because all of us are Browns fans except for one down here at the bottom. The Juice is a Cowboys fan. So, you know, don't hold on against him. But, Bri, yeah, I know. Bri, I'm going to go to you. I want you to tell me what this Browns win meant to you last week. Uh, It was everything. It was – we went over last week our top Browns moments. And of the last 20 years, I don't know how this is not number one in every single Browns fan's book, unless you're old enough to remember the 80s and whatnot. But, uh. Man, just the build up to it and everybody counting us out and this was 
this was something that dreams were made of. This was my favorite Browns memory personally. Um, other than maybe when they came back, but I really don't remember that as well. But uh, as far as one game, I mean, this was this was a party from the very first snap. This was so much fun. All right, and let's bring on. Let me bring it back here because this is new to me. So give me a second. Uh, let's bring on uh, my cousin Vinny. Vinny. Why don't you tell them what this meant to you and your family? Because I know you had a great time with uh, your family watching the game. So why don't you tell me what uh, you thought? Absolutely. Uh, You know, I couldn't agree more. It's the best thing that I've seen happen uh, in a very long time. Just beating the Steelers. Um, I ended up pulling. You see behind me here. Oh, there's the banner, Bri. Look yeah, at that beautiful banner. So, that will well, be hanging I'm up soon it. at Illegal Ham to the Face Studios. Yep. <laughs> so that'll be coming by soon. Um, actually, I'm also drinking platform. Oh, you got Munich. the beauty? There, you go. there it is. <laughs> yeah, there it is. So, yeah. Nice. You know, I'm, I'm probably one of those guys that really haven't owned any Browns gear or anything like that. I'm not really much of a sports guy, but, you know, I'm feeling like more and more of a sports guy uh, every day, you know, and seeing what uh, what we're able to do to the Steelers, uh, you know, definitely helps that out. All right, let's let's switch over to uh, let's switch over to Big Man here. And as soon as I can figure out controls, there they are. Big Man, why don't you tell me about you? You and I have been Browns fans. We watched so many Browns games together growing up. So why don't you tell me right. your story, bud? Yeah, man, to see this game and you know just to, the fact that you know Kevin Stefanski was out of this game. Uh, just really speaks to how well he changed this culture. And it, it's crazy. Just, you can tell it's, it's a different feeling this year than what it has been in years past. And I don't know. I mean, you know, this game coming up, it, it's really hard to uh, uh, pick. But uh, you got to believe it, though. You, you definitely got to believe. All right. Let's switch over to, well, let's go over to the last Browns fans before we get to the juice. Where's Craig at? Let's get over here to Craig. Craig, you are a super, there I am. There you are. You're a super Browns fan, and you started the yeah. Browns table. You invited me and Big Bry to be a part of this magical thing, and we can't thank you enough for it. That's why you are with us tonight, because you are a huge Browns fan when it comes to, you know, anything. You love ginger stock football, but you like your Cleveland yes. Browns a little better. Yeah, the uh, the ginger stock football, uh, you know, certainly interesting, but we covered the entire landscape of the NFL. So uh, doing the Browns table and getting together with you guys and networking with everybody has been a tremendous experience. And, you know, I've, I've been rooting for the Browns since 99. I remember watching uh, that last Pittsburgh loss, uh, you know, the, the Kelly Holcomb game. And, uh, you know, we made a lot of great memories this past weekend watching that victory in Pittsburgh, uh, you know, in back-to-back weeks. And, and, you know, I just want to make more memories. I want this to keep going. Uh, This is a dream we don't want to wake up from. And uh, we have a real shot this week at Kansas City. So it's going to be a blast. All right, Juice, you, you, you are something special. You are like the hybrid of, I don't even know, of all hybrids. Because you try to say you're a Cowboys fan, then you just go SEC and everything else. So, you know, you are not a Browns fan, so you can't really tell me about the Browns win. But were you impressed of how they won? 
Uh, yeah, I don't know how you take anything away from what they've done. I mean, they took a defense that had the NFL's leading sacker on it. And I don't even remember Baker even being touched, really, with a makeshift offensive line. So, um, you're, you, there's no way you can't be impressed. And, I mean, I've always been – I've always had a respect for Cleveland, mainly because of the fans, not even really – the football team it's more of the fans that i've had the respect for um so i mean y'all see like i did the orange with the lights going around the room and i put the brown hat on like i'm trying and i figure as long as the cowboys are out i might as well latch on to cleveland right i mean <laughs> hey you got to right so we we started out we got we got uh video over here drinking beauty what's everybody else drinking tonight Craig, let's start with you. What do you got over there? Is that crack? Star- is that Starbucks? It is. What it are is. you doing? You're supposed to be drinking whiskey with this. What are you doing? I know. Who says there's not whiskey in it? Oh, never mind then. All right. <laughs> okay. Good stuff. Bailey's. He's got a. <laughs> my, my no, bad. there there isn't. <laughs> my bad. All right, Big, <laughs> Big Brian. What are you? What are you hustling down over there? Yeah, me and Vin are thinking the same way. Oh, beauty. I got my mini left right. uh, from Sunday. Got a couple different beers, but I, I managed to save a couple of munis, so we're going down smooth tonight. Nice. <laughs> How is it, by the way? Not to interrupt. I, I saw that in the it's, store. Right. It's not bad. Um, so they call it uh, IPA, but it's not too hoppy. I'm not a big okay. IPA guy. So, sure. Uh, yeah. Just because it's Muni and because it's Brown's colors, I would drink it again. I wanted to buy a six-pack of it to kind of put in my background here, you know. So I, I, I try was, to snatch uh, up the different things, but. I was a little disappointed. I picked up one, and it only comes in four beers. <laughs> oh, it was only four. Yeah, yeah so four I spent uh, $33 last week for the Browns game on booze, and my wife was about to kill me. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, Juice, what you got? Well, I'm staying true to my Kentucky roots here. I've got the Maker's Mark. Go oh. got it on ice. Nice. Big man, what are you, you're drinking what, Old Forester? Old Forester. Uh, yeah, I got a steak, steak, and, steak and Tucky, guys. All right. Well, the fat guy <coughs> drinking Juice's wonderful whiskey that he bought for him. I got a little Cleveland whiskey company going on right here. And the reason why <coughs> Juice thought he could beat <coughs> the Vamp Fatty in fantasy football, and he got trounced by Dick Chubb. I got beat by two players. You got, you <laughs> yeah, you did. What I had, Derrick Henry went off, and then Dick Chubb kind of polished Ooh, it off. I got beat by two guys. <laughs> all right, so we, we touch on everything. We love all sports, so I'm going to bring this up to you guys. So we got... Oh, let's see here. We got Terry in the comments says OBJ said they're going to win. There it is. What do you think about uh, OBJ talking the talk that he did? Love it. Love it. I mean, if you're not playing, you you back your teammates. And it shows that he's part of the team, and that's kind of been the knock on OBJ over the last couple seasons is, like, he's not fully bought into Cleveland. So – yeah, the more like, we hear from him supporting the Browns, supporting his teammates, uh, yes, I want him 
more involved in the Cleveland community, more involved in the Browns. And this is a step towards that because if we can add him to this offense next year and he can be humming on all cylinders, who knows? We could be even better next year. The only thing I don't like about it is, you know, the media is kind of trying to portray that because uh, he put they in there. And right. they're like, what, right. does he mean, what does he mean they? Oh, what, what? He's not playing. That's what he means they. <laughs> you know, if he was out there, it would have been we. You know? Like they're trying to blow everything right. out of proportion. So, so uh, big man, you think they're blowing this out of proportion? Oh, yeah. You can definitely tell they're blowing it out. I mean, the media definitely does that. Uh you know, I'm, I'm very happy OBJ came out, you know, support of the team. Uh, can't wait to get him back. I know everybody. Oh, did we you lose know, him? That's this and that. I think this is just something where, you know, Baker was just getting used to the offense early on. And they have with Beckham on the field. Well, I think Big Man's having little issues, but we got the gist of that. So, Craig, what do you think about OBJ and saying what he said? You know, to echo what you're saying, they, they were picking on his grammar, and I thought it was silly. Um, you know, it, it didn't matter what he said. They were going to spin a narrative that, that pushed headlines. If he would have said, uh, if we, you know, we're going to win, or we earn it, or, you know, we're going, they would have – they would have spun it as him insinuating that that he participated more than he did in getting us here or advancing us. Um, the other thing he did was he said we're going to win. Uh, you know, what what do you want? I mean, your players are supposed to say you're going to win. That is one hundred percent completely different from saying nameless gray faces or you know whatever you know these shots that other players are taking on social media. It's okay to say your team's going to win, whether you're on the field or not. That is not disrespectful. It's completely blown out of proportion, 100%. I think it's bullshit that it's even a, it's something we're talking about. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, he's he's just saying what he's supposed to say. What else do you want the man to say? We're going to lose? Yeah, you know, right. that's just that's my right. that's my two cents. Yeah, you can't you can't say that. Let's go let's go up here to Vinny. Vinny, what do you think about OBJ? Um. Yeah, I, I missed the the cast and stuff like that. I don't know what exactly was said. Um, you know, sounds all positive stuff from us. Yeah. So, you know. All right. No well, idea. Juice? I mean, I don't think OBJ can say anything without the media blowing it out of proportion. I mean, like, it doesn't matter what comes out of that man's mouth. They're going to blow it up, and they're going to try to spin narratives. And like Craig said, they're going to spin it whichever way that they think is going to get more clicks and more uh, headlines and is going to pop up on ESPN more. And that, that, I mean, it's just the way it is. Um, I have no issue with him saying anything. I mean, what was it last week? Uh, uh, RG3 was the one that said, there's one team in this game that's out to get their bike back or something like that. Um, and he's not the starting quarterback. So if you got no issue with that, I don't know why you have any issue with OBJ saying something. Yeah, I hear you. And, you know, with people talking, you know, oh, look at that, Joe Bear. Right? You see Joe Bear there? Yep. Hey, I love it. When is all that matters? 
that's, that's right. it. All they got to do is win. That's why I am. Absolutely. I went on the Browns table and I said I was 100% confident of this game. And, you know, everybody was kind of looking at me like, seriously? I picked this a long time ago. The Browns are going to go to the Super Bowl. You want to know why? This weird <laughs> year, it's just going to happen. I don't know how to explain it. It's just going to do it. And, oh, Joe Bear's doing the bullet rye whiskey. As soon as I click right. on it. So he's doing the bullet rye here. And he he go. missed what we were drinking. So we're drinking a little, I got a little Cleveland 88. There's a couple beauties and... There's a Starbucks with Bailey's and some other stuff. Maker's Mark, Old Forester. So, and Papa V's chiming in now. Here's Papa V who supports us and loves every bit of it. Papa V, what's going on, bud? So, the other thing I want to bring up to you guys is after the game, you know, I'm telling you, Chase Claypool is just digging himself a grave. And he is just talking a whole bunch of smack for a loser. And he is a sore loser at that because unreal what's coming out of his mouth saying that the Browns were classless in their win because of the way they talked to Juju. And my personal opinion was, guess what? Juju ran his mouth first and he got punched in the face. So guess what, buddy? You talk crap, it's going to come back on you when you fail. So I want to get everybody's opinion on this one, and I'm going to start with Craig on this one. Craig, what's your opinion on this one? You know, it's it's certainly showing a lack of maturity on his part. Um, you know, it, it might be a little overblown if I'm looking at it from – uh, an objective perspective. If I'm a team, if I'm a fan of another team, I may be looking at it a little differently. Uh, with that being said, keep it coming. Don't stop talking. Keep it coming. It, it's only helping us. They say that they, you know, a lot of the national media is like, well, it's not really bulletin board material. Like that's not really a thing. Well, it is a thing. And if you saw clips from the sideline of of the Browns win, all you hear them screaming is Browns is the Browns. Nameless gray faces, same old Browns. Clearly, it, it matters to Cleveland. So even if outside this building it's not bulletin board material, it, it, it clearly is in Cleveland, and, and they're reacting to it. So keep it coming. So lock the man up for 10 years. Keep him in Pittsburgh. We want this for as long as, as, long as we can get it. All right, big man, I see you chiming at the bit over there. You go ahead, bud. Yeah, man, I think, you know, this guy talking a lot of shit. Uh, he, uh, so, you know, where, where does he come off, uh, talking? Because, uh, we beat him and it's on to the Chiefs. So, uh, you know, he can just shut it because we beat him. Not once, but twice. All right, Vinny, what do you think about this kid talking about us? Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. Uh, you know, not only once do we shut him down, we shut him down twice. I mean, I don't know what else you can say about that. You know, maybe Roethlisberger would have been a, a, a bigger player, you know, when they put him in the second time around, and it, it still failed. I mean, 28 points in the in the first quarter from that game. Yeah. I mean, you know, we were just able to keep the pressure going and, and slow the clock down. Well, let's so. go to the uh, millennial of the group. Let's, let's go over to Juice and see what Juice <laughs> says. Juice, what do you think about uh, him talking at smack? Uh, I mean, with Claypool, it's like 
I mean, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't see how it's even relevant at this point. Um, I kind of asked you guys kind of like what you all thought because you all are up there in the area, so I thought it might meant a little more to you guys. But um, I don't, I don't see how it's it's relevant at any point. But I mean, it is what it is, I guess. All right, Brian, what do you think? I love it. I love it. It it re-energizes the the rivalry because for the last 20 years, there hasn't been much of a rivalry, and now it appears we have the upper hand. And so, yeah, keep talking that crap. Even though you're on the bottom, we all think the Browns have now surpassed the Steelers. And so, yeah, he, he was entitled because he scored you know, four touchdowns in one game and everyone said, Oh, he's so great. And they even gave him a stupid nickname like Mapletron because he's from Canada. So bring it. Yeah. Hey, we're top dog now and we want some. You gotta punch up at us. All right. And you know, like I I just can't believe that kid. Like seriously, like you doubled down on the bet. That's what he did. Is he had yeah. he had eighteen, he looks at the dealer at Blackjack goes, double. And like, what are you doing, dude? Like, just just let it go. Just you lost, you lost bad, and you tried to put a camera on a guy that's played one full game and going, well, he needed help. Of course, he needed help. He played six snaps the game before. Like, stop talking your crap, dude. Like, you lost. You're on the bench. Deal the, with the it. The stereotype that Canadians have better manners is out the window now, right? Well, and, yes, yes. <laughs> and it is. also, okay. also the stereotype that Notre Dame has smart students. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well then, uh, Notre Dame sucks. <laughs> there it is. So then I'm had, sorry, I didn't mean to get into that. You had Craig on Tuesday ask the uh, ask the question of uh, he did the caption. The caption art of Big yeah. Bang crying yeah. and Pouncy and all that stuff. And all I could do was laugh because the only thing that was going through my head was, I'm sorry, guys. I screwed up. Can you please forgive me? Oh, by the way, I'm going to be a free agent this year. Like, <laughs> you know, like I don't... <laughs> so we got everybody chiming in now. We got we got Vinny over here. Vinny, the camera does add 10 pounds, Toby said. Yeah, you know, I, I saw that. I called him a, an yeah. SOB already. All right, I just want to make sure um, you saw that. But but you know what? I was thinking that he was actually talking to me, and I think he may, he may have been talking about you, Fat. It might have been because my fourth chin is showing up real well right here. <laughs> like, it is looking – look at that. It's just spectacular, just glowing. It's a bad angle. All right, well, I don't know what to do because I don't have my AV guy over here with me right now. Yeah, I'm sorry, boss. It, it is what it is, but uh, – so let's get into the other thing that has happened this week. And I talked to French, by the way, Craig. And I said, hey. Oh, you did? I said, hey, Big Herb is coming to Jacksonville. How do you feel about it? And he said he was okay with it. And I told him, I'm like, be prepared because he's going to take Justin Fields, number one overall. And I think I saw French cry a little bit. So what yeah. are your guys' feelings about Herb uh, going to Jacksonville, and who wants to go first? Give me a show of hands. Who wants to go first on this one? Nobody. I'll All right, Brian, Brian, will go first. I'll go first just because it's going to be short and sweet, and, um, you know, I'm more interested in finding out how the Ohio State fans feel because <laughs> from what I've heard, like, Ohio State fans are going to be pissed off that uh, Herb went somewhere else. Now are you okay, more okay because he went to an NFL team? 
than a college team? Or how how do the Ohio State fans feel about this move? All right. Well, as a Ohio State I fan. I think I can handle this. You got there it. you go, big man. <laughs> you got, there he is. Hold on. Let me, there he is. There he is. He comes in firing hot. All right. All right. I'm not upset that he went to Jacksonville. All right. I'm not upset by that. What I'm up and I don't think he'll take Justin Fields. Number one, I think it'll be Lawrence regardless. Uh, but I do think he's going to steal coaching staff from Ohio. And we got to get big man, some better reception down there. AT&T Wi-Fi. What's going on, guys? Well, you're, 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 yeah, you're, you're in and out here, bud. So let me let get your stuff set up. We'll bring you back in. Let let me get your opinion then, Fatty, because uh, because as the resident Ohio State honk, the big man can't answer it. What do you say? Um. So my big thing is is I, Herb, Urban's a weird dude. Like I don't even know how to explain it. Like, he, you know, he's just, he's just weird, man. And I, the only, I think the only way that he was actually going to do anything was actually go to the NFL. I don't think he was going to come back to college. And with the, the opportunity that Jacksonville, you know, shows in front of him is he's pretty much got full control there. And he's already pilferaged, uh, you know, people off Ohio State already. The, I think the couple coordinators are going to join his team down there in Jacksonville, but it's just a weird, I, I don't know how to feel about it, but I'd like to see, because most college coaches don't translate that well to the NFL, and everybody said that he wouldn't, and I'm just kind of curious to see it now. Okay. I mean, is everybody else like that kind of take, or? So, here's, here's what I've seen, and, uh, you know, being on Brown's Twitter, you get a lot of the Ohio State fan and stuff when you're talking back and forth with people. Uh, people are much more sensitive about Fields than Urban Meyer. People seem pretty split on Urban Meyer. A lot of people are like, yeah, he's the best coach ever. He's going to do great things. Uh, I'm a little more cautious with it. And, and just full disclosure, I'm not, I'm not an Ohio State fan. Um, Fields, on go. the other hand, if <laughs> what's that? I said, there we go. Yeah, there you go. Like but 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 fields uh fields on the other hand uh they're they're much more sensitive about him it, you know i posted something after you know a few days after the uh ohio state game with clemson and uh you know just said something to the effect of you know lawrence should still go number 1 uh i probably lost a couple hundred followers you know within an hour and uh you would have thought like i kicked a puppy or something like they were they they wanted they wanted me gone i was being headhunted uh so uh i don't really address it a whole lot anymore but uh you know for what it's worth i think ohio state fans are surely higher on fields than the rest of everybody else uh, well no i i hear you on that and, and fields is a different a whole totally different quarterback the only reason why is I think, you know, Brian and I talked about this a long time, and we think that right out of the gate, they were like, guess what, you're winning the Heisman, and Ryan Day set it up for him to win the Heisman. He tried to pass heavy all the time and not run the ball like Ohio State's used to just to try to get him the Heisman, and it kind of backfired because he got to the point where he couldn't throw the ball. And what really was nice is to see what they did to Clemson, even though they lost to Alabama, 
I mean, what they did to Clemson was just, it was unreal. Uh, I mean, I, I sat there and watched it and all I could do was giggle because, you know, you sat there and talked about the, uh, the wonderful, uh, you know, poster material, the bulletin board material and, you know, something that was the bulletin board that they had from last year and this year that Clemson said that they weren't shit and they came out and proved it. Can I add one more thing? Good. And, and, and for those of you that don't know, French is my co-host and he's a big Jacksonville Jaguars fan on the Ginger Stock Football Podcast. Uh, his first decision is going to be one of his most important ones, maybe just as much so as the quarterback uh, decision. And if he chooses Ray Farmer, uh, French is going to loathe me by by the time the draft rolls around, you know, on the podcast, because, you know, that he, if those rumors are true, that's like the worst first step he can take well, in the pros is Ray Farmer. Well, Ray Farmer's right. had a lot to uh, kind of digest since he left Cleveland though. Right. I wonder if they text about it. They might've texted. About I don't know. It. They might've wow. There it is. Hey, now, now that we're not on the Browns table, the gloves are coming off. I like this. I, I would also like to say to stop with the Tebow stuff, guys. Like, if you're watching and you're doing the Tebow stuff, stop. It's not a thing. It's what, not a thing. What Tebow stuff? Is Tebow going to come back to play oh, with no, Meyer? God, no. No. God, no. God, no. 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 I got, no. So I got my baby sister asking me, Bri, where is my Browns yeah. cup at? Where's your what? My Browns cup. Oh, yeah. Um, it's at work, right? It can be lost. No, no, no. It's, be lost. it's at work, though, isn't it? Probably. Yeah, she's asking me where it's at because it looked great in the show. But I am rocking right. the Cupie coffee mug that my mother gave me. Who's got the best there hamburgers go. ever. And Big Man is back, and he is all fired up about Cupie. <laughs> well, we maybe. love Cupie, man. We love Cupie. There it is. So... Let's, yeah, give me some cupy boys. Let's get off of this subject for a little bit. I want to get. Well, has, I want to. Have some, what do you want to do? Do you want? Oh, Juice uh, wants you, to get in. Do you want to talk any more? Uh, any more college football? I was gonna. I was gonna make the parallel between what the Browns are doing and what Ohio State is doing because Ohio State has seemed like the whole year long they're trying to seek their revenge on Clemson, and they got it. And was that kind of the peak of their season? Once they're done with that, you know, they weren't quite as motivated the next game, even though they played the best team in college football. And now the Browns are kind of maybe in the same situation, trying to get their revenge on the Steelers and everybody kicking them while they're down. And now they've accomplished that. They've reached the peak. Is this maybe a letdown game, even though we're playing the best team? Uh, you know, hopefully the Browns favor better than Ohio State did, but are we looking at maybe a little bit of a letdown? All right, Juice? Well, I mean, I just wanted to kind of add a point about Urban Meyer. I think doesn't this add some, like, legitimacy to Jacksonville, hiring one of the greatest college football coaches of all time? Yeah. Not to mention, like, how enticing mm. the job is having the number one overall pick and a couple pieces in place. And then you also turn around and get like some fans from Gainesville, where from his time at Florida, um, yeah. which is like a half from Jacksonville. Like, right. I think that has just as much to do with it as the potential of him being the next big coach in the NFL is the legitimacy that it adds to a franchise that really hasn't had 
that legitimacy in a while and the added fan base that you get out of Gainesville and the people that still love him down there. I mean, I, and he's also yeah. trying to upgrade the stadium, like selling tickets. That's the only way to do it, you know? Yeah, I, I, I hear you. I mean, they did bring in, it was a big name they brought in for once. So uh, right. let's see what happens with it. I, I know French is happy with it. Yeah. Uh, he seems okay with it. He's cautiously optimistic. I'm keeping him level, level-headed. Hey, I, I made a joke with him because we found this joke a while ago. Uh, this would be the cheapest uh, salary cap that Urban Meyer has had since Utah. <laughs> right, so, right. You know, they, don't have to, they don't have to hide the houses and cars sliding under tables on, on no. signing day anymore. So, <laughs> no. uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to poke the bear, though, in, in Taco the Juice, uh, you know. Um, it's a good PR move. I don't know about legitimacy because uh, he hasn't coached in the NFL before. I just, I just say proceed with caution. Nick Saban, Chip, Chip Kelly, uh, you know, a lot of these guys. It's it's hard to tell. Great PR move though. Yes, and you know they needed that kind of PR move. I think. Mm-hmm. Big man, what do you think? Yeah, about and the Urban's move? going into a actually good situation too. Uh, uh, Jacksonville is going to have uh, the highest salary cap. In the league, uh, they got the number one pick. Uh, I think they got they got plenty of resources. So I think he got tools, you know, to be successful. Yeah, it, you know, they do have a young core there, though. You know, with James Robinson, right. with DJ Shark, with you know, they do have some pieces there that are really young and enticing. So for Ed Schobert, I mean, come on, they got the best middle linebacker ever, right there with Schobert. Best what do they do with Gardner Minshew? <laughs> well, he's going to sit. He's going to be back here. He's going to tell. Uh, he's going to tell Trevor Lawrence how to grow his mustache and cut his hair. Because <laughs> nobody likes sunshine, except for French. For some, gotta keep the hair. Sunshine has to keep the hair. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> All right, so is there anything you guys want to bring? All right, we talked about Claypool. We've talked about a whole bunch of stuff. We can talk about food. We love talking about food. Well, juice is gone. So Uh-oh. do you want to hit on the Chiefs game before we move on off oh, of football? Heck, heck yeah, because everybody's kind of bailing out on the Browns, saying that the Browns aren't going to be the, beat the Chiefs because the Chiefs are so good, kind of like juice. And, you know, something, the Browns are a team of destiny, and he doesn't realize it yet. So, oh, here we go. Chris shows up. Is Conklin healthy enough to play? Right now they're saying it's a hamstring, and they're not really sure it'll be a day-to-day thing. But today they did get get Joe Petonio back. They got all their coordinators back. They got everybody back off the COVID. So that is a plus. So I am going to go around and I'm going to start with Big Bry and give me your yep. one huge take about the uh, the Kansas City game. Give me the one thing that they need to do to beat Kansas City. Just one? Just one. Uh, I got six uh, people here, bro. Just, just one. Just one, then the one big take is they have to get pressure with their four. Because Mahomes is considerably worse, as you would imagine, as any other team uh, against 
pressure in his face. And But against the blitz, he knocks it out of the park. So you can't blitz him. So you have to get your pressure with your front four. And, I mean, this at is- this point, we're down Vernon. Hopefully we can get a couple guys to step up. Hopefully Garrett gets back to the old Garrett. And we can keep that offense off the field because we all know that's what they have to do. They're, I think they're two and six when, uh, when Kansas city has a ball less than 25 minutes per game. So if you can get them, you know, we can keep the ball, get them off the field. We just move it down and I'm not afraid of a shootout. The Browns are five and three when they give up 30 or more points. So the Browns can hang with them offensively they need to do that they need to do what they're good at doing which is controlling the line of scrimmage i know they have players and chris jones uh frank clark uh uh, honey badger in the backside but you just run it down their throats control the ball and get pressure on Mahomes with only four guys i think that's the uh the formula to win all right let's switch over to my cousin vinnie my cousin vinnie what do they need to do brother Defense, I think, is going to be key. Um, you know, we got to keep our heads up. Let's, uh, you know, watch those passes. Let's uh, let's start hitting them where it hurts all over again. Uh, you know, like we did with Pittsburgh. You know, um, you know, we go up, we get some uh, some interceptions and stuff on them, and I think that'll be key. All right, Juice. Uh, Ben, don't break on defense, you know, hopefully hold them to field goals in the red zone, ground and pound the ball, uh, control the clock, keep my homes off the field. I, I mean, that's the only way I see it. All right, big man. Yeah, pretty. Uh, I think we need to try to hit them hard and be physical on defense. Uh, main thing is, you know, keeping the ball out of my homes hands. All right, and Craig. I think on the defensive side of the ball, the biggest uh, weapon we need to contain is uh, Travis Kelsey. We've been burnt time and time again by, uh, you know, great tight ends. Uh, You know, you saw it back with Mark Andrews. It's just happened consistently throughout the season. We let Drew Sample have a big game in Cincinnati. There's, uh, you know, it's it's a big weakness, and he's he's one of the best to do it. do you see the you know, uh, comment here with Nick? Garrett's due for a big game. Yeah, Garrett is due for a big game. I'm I'm a little nervous for him. Uh, you know, he, he has been uh, struggling a little bit to get back on track. It's not that he hasn't been effective because at 50%, he's better than 90% of the guys on the field uh, at any given time. But, um, yeah, you got to contain Kelsey, and then you got to run the ball. And Nick Chubb, I, everyone, everybody wants to pump up Hunt, and, and I agree. I saw a comment, you know, 300 yards and five touchdowns. <laughs> Hopefully he breaks off some big plays. But, uh, you know, we're, we're pretty much undefeated when Nick Chubb gets the ball more than 20 times. Uh, stick with it. Stick with it. Uh, you know, their red, zone, uh, their red zone offense isn't great, so if they can get uh, – it's middle of the road. I shouldn't say it isn't great. They're, they're middle of the road. I think that if we can contain Kelsey, we can minimize the damage. Clyde Edwards, Alaire isn't in there. Le'Veon Bell, I'm not that worried about him. Uh, you know, that's kind of the gist of what I think. I think it's going to be a shootout, though. All right. Well, I I also think it's going to be a shootout. And, you know, man, oh, man. If they can get – obviously, they 
think that Hunt is the screen passer. Did you see the screen pass that Chubb caught that took it to the house for 50 yards? Like, the boy can mm-hmm. still catch. Why do they think he's just a running back? Why can't they actually utilize him kind of like they use Kareem Hunt? College stigma. What did he catch, like two balls at Georgia? Well, that's They all- came out and said, you know, you can't throw this guy the ball because you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, he, he hasn't been terrible. I mean, clearly you use Hunt because you have Hunt. But mix it up. He's a beast. Get him in the open field. Oh, right. Vinny's taking down the flag behind him. What right. happened, Vinny? <laughs> oh, I just won't stay up right now. That's oh, all. that's all right. All right, hey. I'm a couple think, times, I'm like, I'll just take it down. It, it, are we doing scores? Game, oh, we're doing this scores. Is the game they pull out all the stops. All right. Because we got nothing to lose. Yeah. Last week we were up by so much, we were kind of just playing uh, control ball, uh, prevent, trying to just get to the end of the game. And in the past, we've kind of done that, but. This is the one. I mean, this Kansas City offense is kind of like the Warriors for Cleveland fans that remember, uh, you know, you could be up 10, 15, 20 points, and they can erase it just like that. So no lead is safe in this game. You have to be aggressive nonstop until the final whistle. So let's just let's do it. Let's run screen passes. Let's get the ball out of Baker's hand fast. And. I don't think that defense can stop us. They're 21 against the rate, the, uh, the rush this season. So Just they're right. not anything special on defense. I don't think, uh, the one thing, you know, we're going to do scores here. Just one second, Craig, the one Batonio's back and they're going up against a very solid defensive tackle. Does that change for Batonio? Because he's missed a week. He's had COVID. I mean, is he supposed to be back at his, all pro form or are we going to give him a little leniency? I think you got to, you got to give him a little bit of leniency, but you know, certainly it won't be for, for lack of effort or preparation. Uh, If he does struggle, I would have to imagine it's, it's in a way like miles Garrett does where, where he's just getting gassed or maybe his lungs aren't all the way back. So we don't know. Same with Denzel Ward. We don't know exactly what kind of shape they're in, but uh, you know, like I said, it won't be a lack of preparation or effort. Okay. All right. So, boys, let's get the predicts for the Chiefs. All right. And we will do it again. Big Bri, we already did it. What did you say? Yeah. I said 38-34 Browns. All right. What did I say? I think it was, I got the sheet here. I think it was 31-24. I think I picked. All right. And Vinny did Vinny's out. Vinny did the uh twenty seven twenty four, which is the trademark Vinny. Classic Vinny. Classic Vinny. Uh Craig, what do you got, bud? You know, uh I think it's gonna be a pretty close game. Uh <clears throat> but I think it's gonna be a higher scoring. I think we're gonna see a Baltimore Cleveland type score from that last game. I think it's gonna be Browns forty eight, uh Chiefs forty two. All right. Juice. Well, since I'm going to be the only one realistic in this. Um, <laughs> wow. Come on, man. Come I'm on, Juice. Give me, give Juice, me, give me if you don't pick the Browns win. Chiefs. What? 34-27 Chiefs? Yes, 34-27 Chiefs. All right, big man, I'm looking at you right now. Let me, let me zoom in on you real quick. Big man. All right, he's your co-host, and he picked. I, I hear it. I want you to hold him down and shave that ginger beard off his face. Oh, so anybody that wants to apply for the job, uh, 
Hey, one Craig, of the categories is you got to be a Browns fan. All right, Craig can join you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. I have a ginger so beard. Here's my, here's my prediction. <laughs> the Browns 38, the Chiefs 27. Chiefs 27, 38-27. So, I mean, everybody's got it a very high-scoring game. Would you be surprised if it's a very low-scoring game? Would you be surprised if it's like a 17-14 game? Yes. Is it because the defenses suck? Both of them, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, with this game coming Sunday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, everybody knows where I am going to be at. I'm going to be at my local bar, Mr. B's. I'm going to get a chicken quesadilla and everything else. What's everybody else doing for the game? Uh, Big Brian, you said you're going to go to either your brothers or your moms, right? Yeah, and and right now, I, I watched the game with my brother last week, and it, it was something special. Um so I think I'll switch it up and I'll go to my mom's because she promised me some delicious appetizers and uh, that's the way to my heart. <laughs> All right, Craig, where are you, what are you doing for the game, bud? Uh, we're going to watch it as uh, a family. I got my son Landon here. Um, uh, is Landon and, available? Uh, what's that? Is Landon available right now? Yeah. Bring him on. Yeah, yeah. Bring him on. Landon, come here, bud. Thank you, fell asleep. But so last last week I got to share that with French. French and I reunited after years, and uh, this will be the first playoff game with my son Landon oh, here. Awesome! So, yeah. So so what? Landon Landon had a hype video going around on Twitter. Most of you guys probably saw it. It, it, it was pretty balling. So um, he's excited for this game. That's yeah. for sure. All right. So Landon, what everybody doesn't realize is Landon is going to be on our show. Uh, next Tuesday, and we're going to talk to him a little bit. He's 15 years old. He made that hype video, and that hype video was amazing. And I say it, dude, that was killer, man. Thank you. I it took me a couple hours, maybe even three. Really? Yeah. I I it actually was pretty easy finding the clips. It was just a matter of how I had to put them together. But um, so it, it just why did you choose that music? Um. I, that was like, back when I started to like football, it was back when Ohio State was um, in the national championship against Oregon, and they used that music like everywhere. Like, that was the face of college football, and that was like really when I was getting into football. So I just remembered that, and um, I would have used Till I Die by MGK, but um, I actually want to work on that one I I want you to see everybody that is posting right now that has watched this video. You have... Papa V, great video. You have Nick Wallace over here saying, good job, young man. So, hey, that video, as soon as I saw it, yeah. your dad asked me, he goes, should I put it on the Browns table? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he goes, are you sure? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, should it be an intro? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, it's amazing. And you're coming along with us next Tuesday, right? Yeah, I'm very excited to be on the podcast. Uh, you better be, but you better bring your food game strong because we haven't had a 15-year-old stomach on our show before. Like, we are old people, and we just, you know, I got to get the new age stuff of what you guys like to eat. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm, I'm excited. Wait, what we like to eat? Yeah. Like, what? what's your favorite food? I don't know. I like asparagus. I'm not going to lie. 
See, he's a healthy <laughs> eater. There it is. Oh my god. Where's your dad at? You he's can't. A... You can't like Great asparagus. <laughs> Where's the bacon? Yeah, you need more. bacon and extra bacon. Oh extra no! Bacon. Extra bacon and bacon. <laughs> I love Hold bacon. On, do, you, do you grill it? <laughs> no. Or are you just eating raw asparagus? Oh no, I love it cooked. It's so good cooked. Okay, yeah, it's delicious. You put cheese on it? No, I just eat it plain. I mean, I like it plain too. But I a little try. cheese, a little salt, a little pepper. I'm telling you, I should try. Add it. bacon to it; it'll be great. Yeah, bacon on everything <laughs> is great. Like meatloaf. Megan does make everything better. <laughs> I so, said, I said, if you choose, if you chose avocado toast, I was gonna drop kick you. <laughs> you gotta laugh at it, Landon. Couldn't be any you worse. Gotta than laugh avocado at it. ice cream. Hold on, Landon. Do you, I, I've seen avocado toast. Right here, Michigan really boys. Have you, uh, Landon? Good man. You have you eaten avocado toast? Never. That a boy. Good man. Good man. True Brown fan. There he right is. There. So you're, on, can we talk about how big Brian thinks he can execute a drop kick? It's not so so Bryce drop kick Stay is for the after hours. I'll show you. So Bryce drop kick is he lays down and he kicks his feet out and he catches it in the shin. <laughs> I'm like Raiden in Mortal Kombat. Look out. <laughs> All right. So Landon, are you making another video? Uh, yeah, we're actually, me and my dad are, um, he's actually helping me work on this one. Oh, this yeah? Time. Is yeah. it going to, going to be out? Um, hopefully by tonight, but if not, it'll be out by probably tomorrow morning, tomorrow are, afternoon. Are we? Oh, you guys are going to the rally at the stadium? Oh, yeah, we're probably going to get some food there. What? Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we we may get some footage from the rally tomorrow. I don't know if you guys are going to the rally at the stadium, oh, footage, but we're gonna we're gonna wait and get that in there to do the video. No, you, wow. that's awesome. That's, I didn't know. Oh, that's all right. That's what that's, she said. No, <laughs> I thought he said food. Did you say that's what she said? No, I thought I, I said. I, said <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, are you a she? Dad, are you a sheep? There it she, is. Yes. And, and your dad will know it. He's old enough to know it. Right. <laughs> so, Landon, next week we're going to talk some Browns with you. We're going to talk. We're going to talk music with you because that was a great tune you picked out for that song. So you're oh, going to go. You're going to do "Till I Die," right? Yeah. That a sure. boy. Do it. I can't wait to see it. When you put it out, let me know. I will spread right. that wherever I got to spread it because that was amazing. It really I'll was. Be I'll be sure to DM you when I get it out. All right. Thank you so much for coming on, bud. Yep. All right. We'll see you on Tuesday. Thanks, All right. See you. See? Night, bud. So, boys, uh, we are getting close. What? Oh, we're only 50 minutes in. Oh, here comes Craig back. Now we're really going to talk food. So, Craig, your son likes asparagus. Are you serious? Uh, you know what? I, I feel like you just kind of came out of the closet or something because I didn't know that, and I wouldn't support that at all. And uh, I don't know where he gets that from. So what, he must be eating it behind my back or something. Man, he goes. He I don't. Goes, I don't encourage that. Oh, I, I understand that, but he. We did the. Uh, you know, he said. I'm like, what she said, and then you know, <laughs> you know that kind of thing. So it'd be all right. Um. So. <laughs> 
what is your favorite sandwich place? You're in Alliance. You're down there in Canton, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm in a Canton suburb. Uh, we have some great local places down here. Um, uh, Chad, uh, some of you guys may know him as Bane from the radio or uh, uh, Bring Brownie Back or Cleveland Elf, but uh, we actually intended on doing a burger review yesterday at a local burger joint. Uh, we got caught up in conversation. We snapped some pictures, though. Give me a medium, medium, medium rare bacon cheeseburger somewhere, and I'm happy. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Yeah, I like, I like, uh, I'm always on the quest for the perfect burger. So, uh, you know, if you're not a chain, if you're a mom and pop place, brick and mortar kind of, I, I try everybody's burger. All right. So, this place that I got the coffee cup from is mm-hmm. uh, QP. It's over in Lima, Ohio. There is what, like three of them left, big man? Right, yeah. There's only three of these left, and it's kind of compared to Swenson's, but it's a different style. It's like a cafeteria style. So you walk in. It's like smash burgers. Oh, yeah. They're delicious. But they do everything. It's almost like Wendy's. Let's just say Wendy's, because Wendy's tried to buy QP. Let's just say. Let's be honest. So if you think of a Wendy's burger and how delicious Wendy's is, Cupies like that, except top notch because it's all farm food. And I got other people sitting and here. It's, and it's daily fresh. And it, yeah. And let's see here. So I got at Craig. Have you ever had? Let me get Bry out of here for a second because yeah. Have you ever had a pork tenderloin sandwich? I have not. You've never had like a bread oh, my pork tenderloin. Okay, so I'll be up front. I'm a fairly picky eater. But there are a number of things that I know what I like. And just like burgers, all right, just like burgers, there's certain things. I'm always on the quest for the perfect burger, the perfect steak, the perfect pizza. Uh, I'm, co- I'm content with kind of, uh, you know, uh, you know. I'm just going to shut up now. No, no, you're fine. I, <laughs> I'm I, kidding. I'm I, kidding. Uh, no, you know, I'm always on the quest for uh, – you know, a handful of foods. So I have no problem not changing it up. I want to find the best of everything. So uh, I'm not a big pork guy outside of bacon. Really? You don't like uh, pork or ham, pork or ham. Outside of that, I'm not a huge pork guy. How the hell do you not like bacon or ham? Hey, how do you not like ham? Everybody. I do like ham, ham and bacon. But other than that, like I don't really get into any, any other pork. So there's a place that actually has a pork buck sandwich that is really good that you should try. Um, but I know it's not, you know, ham or ham. I'll try, I'll try ham. almost anything. Ham. As long as I get to chase it with a burger. All right. Well, you're kind of like, you're kind of like Bri. So <laughs> Bri's really picky too. Like we had a pizza from Pio Mine and Greens in Woodbeer. And we got their uh, cheese pizza. Not bad. Like it could have cooked a little bit longer, but it was right. a it was a salad slash pizza place. Who would have thunk that one? <laughs> right. You know, like so, boys down in Kentucky. What do you guys got down there? I mean, you guys already blew my mind with uh, Dairy Queen having breakfast. Craig, did you know Dairy Queen <laughs> had breakfast? No, I did not. And they have a sausage gra- pepper gravy to go with their chicken oh, tenders. Mom. It is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Get it with chicken strips, dip your toast in it, dip your fries in it. Oh, my God. 
I can't believe y'all like Dairy Queen up there don't have it. No. Listen, Kentucky's coming out the drunker I get that y'all. <laughs> I'm culturizing all of Ohio right now. But it, it, it blew my but like, you know, it's hard for us to find Hardee's up here. And I tried to explain that to them. But they're like, God. hey, guess what? Oh, Pizza Point. There it is. Pizza Point and Cupy. My sister, Pizza Point in Coshocton County. Love you. Cupy, love you. Anyways, Jocelyn keeps blowing my phone up. I'm sorry. It's my sister. Um, no, the uh, the thing that I like about a breakfast at Dairy Queen, I'm just curious about it. I'm not I, like, I just want to try the gravy to see how good it is because he even took a picture of the chicken tenders with the gravy and sent it to me. And I'm like, hold on. Dairy Queen has breakfast. And I look at Big Bri and I'm like, Big Bri, did you know Dairy Queen has breakfast? Blew his mind. He didn't know what to do. Juice, yeah, get- juice. We're we're in the trust tree right now. Have you ever ordered a blizzard with your Dairy Queen breakfast? I don't think you can. No? What? How's that possible? So. How do they do can that? You think, man? Oh. What is it? Can you order a blizzard with breakfast? Any time of day at Dairy Queen. That's oh, right. Trust me, I've had them. Uh, if you can, I've just never tried it. Oh, man. Yeah. Now let's, you're missing out. Here, let's go to Joe Bear. Look at Joe Bear, what he's got going on right now. We need a burger tonight, beef, pork, veal, barbecue sauce, shredded cheese, cheese, and steak seasoning. It was divine. You know, he's out of control. I know he is. There's another one. Try a Milwaukee burger. They're awesome. Stromboli sandwich. There's a Stromboli sandwich? Yeah, Stromboli sandwich. Oh, yeah, you ever had a no. I've had a stromboli. I've never had a stromboli sandwich. You guys are blowing my mind down here. What else? Yeah, is going good on call, here? Terry. Wait, no. you can have. Wait, I've never had you a, can have a stromboli without it being in sandwich form. A uh, stromboli mm-hmm. is not a sandwich. It's like a pepperoni roll. Yeah, like we talked about. Oh my god, it's, it's a not... pizza folded over, right? Right there, you go. No, no, yep. no that's a calzone. It's like a calzone, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't consider that a sandwich. Now, okay, we're, get, now, now we're getting into the beef bread ratio again. Is like a, it's like a big beef patty, and then everything else that you get inside a stromboli on it on a hoagie bun. Okay. Well, have you guys ever had a Giovanni? Kind of like a steak special. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we okay. have Giovanni's. You guys have a Giovanni's where you guys do the we do. the Texas toast with the uh, burger with cheese and the uh, avalero peppers? That I've had their peach. Oh no, you guys! Uh, no, they got a burger that's phenomenal. But we'll we'll get past this. So, boys, I'm going to shut it down tonight because obviously there's a dog barking somewhere, and I think it's Big Man. Is that your dog barking? And there's somebody behind you. Oh, yep, babies are coming <laughs> in. Hold on, she's been trying to poke her head in here. Come on, ah, come on. No, let's say hi. Brutus. All right, never mind. All right, she won't so hey. Let's let's go, Brian. What do you want to say? Well, I thought Juice wanted to talk um, SEC versus Big Ten. No, we're not second. doing that tonight. We already did that last time. Juice? We're not talking. Oh, that's a discussion. That's uh, yeah. Well, so, I, uh, well, oh. Juice is gone. <laughs> Shit happens. I'm in control of this. 
Guess what? Big Ten blocks. This on the SEC. <laughs> so let me bring James back in. So normally we close it out where Bry gives a God bless everybody. But I want to give everybody else a chance to say their goodbyes to everybody. And everybody on Facebook Live, Joe Bear, Terry, Nick, Jocelyn, Chris, I think my mom's watching. I don't know. Thank you guys for commenting. Thank you guys for showing up. And thank you guys for watching us. I really do appreciate it. So, Craig, you are the first one. And I'm going to get you out of here so you can get that hype video done because I can't wait. Hey, Brandon. No pressure, right? There's Brandon. <laughs> There's Brandon with a Giovanni is tasty. Nasty? That is not nasty. <laughs> oh, come on, Brandon. All right. We're getting Brandon off here. All right. So, Craig, would you like to say goodbye and promote your show? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you're interested in uh, checking out our podcast, uh, General NFL Landscape, we cover every team, everything going on all year round. Uh, Ginger's Talk Football, it's with my brother from another mother, French, who you uh, heard about earlier, and that's a literal statement. He's literally my brother from another mother. Yes, he is. Um, <laughs> he is, and, and uh, it, it's a great time. Check out uh, the Browns table. You can find it on Twitter, at the Browns table. It's a Browns roundtable discussion show. Uh, you know, Fatty's been on it. Big Bry's been on it. Um, Big Man's been it, on it. And it's Juice, a, they've been yeah, they've chimed be in. On it. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get everybody in. And, uh, you know, this is the same platform. So uh, we'll try to get everybody in. Uh, whenever we go live, you can post a link and you can click on and come. Uh, you can click the link and come on the show just like all of us just did here. Uh, so it's meant to be a place for Browns fans to to talk. So check that out, Browns Table, at the Browns Table on Twitter. So and I appreciate also, you guys having me on. Next week on the Thanks, Browns Frank. Table, we are going to have oh. Jarvis, the tank, yes. Courtney on with us. We are going to have always positive Jay yes. on with us. And we are going to have that fat guy from Illegal yes. Hands of Face. It's going to be a show. Yes, and uh, everybody's welcome. Uh, big man, you're welcome. Everybody's welcome. We post a link whenever we go live. Uh, just click in. It's like calling into a radio show. We we get people in and out, and uh, uh, we can address comments like we, we did here. So it's, it's a fun time. All right, so, Craig, hold on while I kick you off here. Yeah. Hold on for a while. Okay. All right, so Craig is gone. The boys from the cheap seats who started this cheap hand party for some odd reason. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So boys, you can find them at the cheap seats pod one on Twitter. You can find them at cheap seats podcast on Facebook. They have a website with something go daddy cheap seats. Yeah. The but, cheap seats podcast dot go daddy sites.com. Yes. And I wanted everybody to see our faces because us four, have been in cohorts ever since the beginning. And these are our friends. These are our family. All right. So I'm going to keep all of you guys on here while I say this, because I don't get to say it for you guys that often. So first off, cold beer alert. Anybody got a cold beer? Hold on. Right there, pal. All right. Popped it. Cold beer alert. There it is. We are. A legal hand in the face. Bry, give him a God bless. Yes, sir. God bless you. God bless your family. God bless America. God bless those Cleveland Browns. 
I am that fat guy. They are the Cheap Seats Podcast. Find them, look them up, have fun with them. We are all uncorked, unloaded, and we are out. Thank you.